Hey everyone, welcome to the Peculiar Podcast. My name is Tierra Burns. I am your host. Today I have an interesting show for you guys. So I have on a rapper. I've never had a rapper on this show before, but you know, it's 2020, so why not try something new? Mr. Food Lord is his name, and his album is called PYMTB. But PYMTB means Pass Your Mother the Blunt. That is um, a name like no other. And it's because the album is about having candid conversations and sometimes the conversations that you wish you could have with your parents. Um, Me and him dug really deep into adulting and the growth and the things that we wish we could just say to our parents. Sometimes they aren't necessarily ready to hear. And I know you guys will enjoy this episode. This is actually the full episode. So if you came from Tea for the Queen to listen to the rest of it, that is fantastic. Um, I know you will enjoy the extra 30 minutes on the episode. The video for this episode will be available on the Patreon. That is at Tea for the Queen. I'm sorry, it's patreon.com forward slash Tea for the Queen. As you guys know, this is now my secondary podcast and not my first podcast. I hope you guys really enjoyed it definitely I know you will um I was able to be a little bit more candid on this particular show um just let me know what you think and I hope you have a great day bye who do I have on the line with me today what's your name okay so are you using your real name or is it just straight up food lord all right so guys he just dropped an album um so i did get the album tell me what the name of it is pymtb okay what does pymtb means i fuck with you so i'll tell you uh it's called pass your mom the blunt okay why is it called pass your mom the blunt wow see uh me and my mom, uh, we we have like falling outs about me smoking mm-hmm. and like like that. And I just, I don't know, bro. I really want to get my mom high, just so she can know this shit don't really mean anything. Like, just I want her to have the experience, at least with me. You know what I mean? I feel like you should smoke with your parents. Like, I really feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I have that kind of relationship with your parents. At least I, I will. You know, my kids, when they get older, you know, not like straight out the pussy, but like when they get, when, when they pick up that habit themselves, I, w- I would smoke with my kids. You know, I feel like parents should just be a little bit more open, mm-hmm. you know, especially grown. grown is, I'm 25, bro. I shouldn't have to argue with you over weed. So that's really what the project, like that, that's, that's like what it, what it came to. And it started off from a song. And I just built a project. Tell me the story of PYMTB. Like, what is the story? Because when I listen to it, there is like an obvious progression. Like around track six, it changed. In my opinion. Tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, It was was about a lot of things. Around that time when I made the album, it was kind of like uh, I was sleeping on the floor. I was sleeping on the uh, air mattress, you know. Uh, I was, it's just really about, you know, the times when I moved back to Texas, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, sleeping on the couch, sleeping on the floor, sleeping on the air mattress, uh, fucking different women, 
uh, infidelity issues, uh, just things that were going on when I moved back and, uh, you know, couch to couch, uh, just my life. Like it, I didn't really write it as a story. It was just, you know, the stuff that happened when I moved back, like just being an adult, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it was so much stuff that was just happening, you know what I mean? Uh, and I just, it was, it was just me talking about my life, basically. I mean, I don't, it's dope that you feel like it changed. I, I didn't think, like, I didn't, I didn't see it like that. I just thought, I just was just writing about things that were going on. It was like real therapeutic, cause like, when I was making these songs, it wasn't an album, it was just me making songs. You know what I mean? I wasn't trying to make an album at first. I made like nine songs and then me and my friend looked up and was like, bro, we got an album. And we made these songs before the new year, like before 2020. I had these songs for like, for some time. And then like, once I got my new MacBook and like, once I got new equipment, then I like, I added like four new songs just so the, the project would seem a little new. Um, I got in contact with my homie in New York, who's a painter. He did the album cover for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm t I mean, like when I say that there's a story, it's like at the beginning, like you're talking about like, pardon my nails, but you talk about like, you know, the, um, you're in the mattress and then like, like towards the end, you talk about like building and planning. And that was not the tone that I got from the beginning. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, like you I, should go, you should go back and listen to it because there's like a clear progression in the album, in my opinion. That's just, that's just me. Nah, it's dope. It's a good. I mean, yeah, it may be. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it may be. You know, I do have to go back and I, you know, I, I made like six albums, yo. So, mm -hmm. uh, this album is a bit old to me. It's not a throwaway album at all. I took my time with it. I, I was sitting on it for a while, you know what I'm saying? So it may be some stuff I forgot, but I made majority of these songs a while ago. So well, why, I'm, I'm, would, um, why would it be a throwaway I, throwaway album? I don't, well, I've never heard that term before. So what's that? No, it's not a throwaway. Well, a throwaway is just, you just, just hung like here. Nah, this shit, this shit mean a lot to me. Like I, I put... Yeah, I put my time, I put, I invested a hell of money into this album, you know what I mean? It, I took my time in it and, um, you know, you're right, it's the skits in there, you know, I'm talking to my mom about certain things, you know what I mean? Like, what, what it was for me, like, at first, it was the, like, the birth, and then, like, if you listen to the cycle, it's like, like, if you listen to Thursday night, I'm talking about the day that I was born. Mm -hmm. If you listen to the cycle, I'm talking to my mom about me possibly getting a girl pregnant. And I did get my girl pregnant. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like me being born, new life, you know. And these are the things I want to smoke with my mom and talk about. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like These are the things I want to fucking talk about with her. But, but I mean, uh, you were, it seemed like you were having that conversation whether you were smoking with her or not. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I had to force it though. I had to. I had to kind of like. I had to kind of like. Uh, those uh, skits. Those wasn't like. 
I didn't tell her I was going to do it. Like, I just did it. You know, I had to kind of like say, fuck it, you know. Y'all were just in the car when you started recording because that's what it sounded like. Yeah. 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 I don't know, bro. You know, it's it's just certain things you can't tell your parents. Like, it's certain things like your your parents, they're not your friends, and I don't Mm -hmm. understand that shit. But they're, they're not your friends, you know what I mean? You can't really, you can't, I can't talk to my mom how I'll talk to you, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know. I have I have friends that, that they really smoke with their people, you know what I mean? And I just, I don't know, I just thought it'd be kind of cool, like, to talk about. Just smoking with your people, just smoking oh. with your mom, you know? I have thought you thought it'd be cool. having um, a drink with her? My mom, my mom told me she'd never drink with me. What? We've drunk wine, but that's my mom. A, that's, that's, a, that's what I do with my mom. It's the closest thing I can get, so I take it. Yeah. Yeah, my mom would never drink Hennessy. Why not? Yeah, I'm not much of a drinker. I drink, yeah, I, I drink with my Huh? I say, yeah, I don't see you drinking that much. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not much of a drinker. I, I smoke. You know, I like, I smoke, I do psychedelics, I do stuff like that. I'm not like, I, I just had too many bad memories with drinking, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, nah, I don't, I don't really drink as much, but yeah, I would, I would love it. My mom bought some cannabis soap, hemp soap. And I was like, oh, we're getting there. Baby getting step, baby step, baby step. Getting there. <laughs> and then uh, she bought the album. Mm. And uh, she asked me what it meant. I told her to listen to it, you know, like listen to it a couple times, and then asked me that question. So she uh, she listened to it a few times, and she came back and asked me, and I told her, and she was just like, she just shook her head, like, bro, like, what the fuck, like. So dude, what you put- mean then? What did you tell her? I told her Passion Month, like the album's called Passion Month. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she. Um, I didn't want to put the title out there. Cause I wanted people to come to me and, and ask me and like, I wanted it to be a conversation, you know, um, mm-hmm. just, you know, I didn't want to give too much away. Yeah. So when I hear you like pass your mom the blunt, to me, it just sounds like, um, us trying to break the barrier of communication between us and our parents. Cause it's so much of it is like respectability and like, you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to do that. But sometimes because there's so much in their lives that have happened that are connected to our lives, it's just best if you just cut that barrier through, whether it's with a blunt or however you get there and just have that conversation. So yeah. That's so ill. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to look at it. You know what I mean? And um, it makes sense to me. You know what I mean? I don't know. I always try to look at it like, yo, like, what what the hell? Like, how was we presented to them? You know, like, growing up. Like, how was it presented? Like, it was like, you, you're going to go to hell if you do this? Or, like, you're going to, like, something bad is going to happen? Because it just wasn't pre- – I mean, it, it was presented like that to me, but, like, not really. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, my older cousins did it. Like my best friends did it. They were the same age as me. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I've been around weed my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was like, and it was something I never thought I would get into either. But like, the older I got, the more like I've, you know, just 
really love to be high. Like I, I love to smoke, and that's just some. That's the only thing me and my mom we really don't get along on. That's my dog. Like my mom, one of my like. That's my. I could say my mom is my nigga. Like we we we're cool. Like we we we're, we're cool. It's just that's the only thing we 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 put heads about. We, period. Whether I'm smoking in the house around her or not, it's just weed is not like the the best conversation for us. But she did buy the soap, so baby steps. Baby steps. You Progression. Like some um some beauty products, cause I get I did get like some before I left. I got some CBD eye cream, and when I tell you I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. Cause clearly I'm not I'm not smoking here. I don't know anybody like that. So um. But your relationship with your mom, um, you guys don't know this, but I've known Malik for quite a freaking while. <laughs> um, and uh, when I first met him, he was really, really, really into Kanye West. And your relationship with your mom just reminds me of the dy- dynamic that he had with his mom. With uh, It's Donda, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it Donda? Donda, yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah, so I just wanted to know, because I know back then, as far as I knew Kanye was a big influence of yours, um, who are your main, your biggest influencers, influences in music, and have they changed at all? Uh, Kanye is still very much at the top. Uh, still very much, you know, I love uh, Little Dragon, you know what I mean? That's a really good group. Uh, I love Little Dragon. I love the Gorillas. You know, I love Westside Gun. Um, Frank Ocean, Music Soul Child. Like, it's a lot of people that influence me, but like Kanye West. Yeah, that's a. Um, yeah, if it weren't for Kanye, I don't. You don't know if you'd be doing this. Yeah, cause like everybody else, like like Jay Z and shit, Hope. Like Hove was, you know, he's an amazing rapper, but Kanye made the beats. You know what I'm saying? And then you really, you know, Hove was much older too. Like you really didn't know what he was talking about. Even when like he started to dumb down his lyrics, like for a kid that wasn't from New York, you really had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or like, or like Snoop, or like Dre, or like, you know, I feel like. Tupac and Kanye were like the easiest rappers to understand as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like as a as a kid, they were like the they were so easy to understand. They didn't say shit that went over your head. They both had style, both dark skin, they both looked like me, you know, in the skin tone. You know what I'm saying? It just it, you just felt like you could be like that was my dad's favorite rapper, Tupac. Mm-hmm. So like that's that's what I grew up on, and that's that I had no choice but to listen to pop because that's what he listened to. But then when Kanye came out, you know what I'm saying? When College Dropout came out, that's when I was like, oh, oh now I have somebody that I understand and that looks like me. You know what I'm saying? Like that I could really like okay, like I get this. You know what I mean? Like this is something I and I had every album, I had every single album that came out on CD. So it was just, you know, yeah, CD. Imagine that, right? Oh man, yeah, yeah. I got um, I got Kyle's dropout actually two times because I scratched up the first one. So basically, do you think that you didn't 
connect with Jay-Z and Snoop and all those people because they were talking about their, like, their, um, their lyrics were so, I'm not going to say industry-driven, but it was clear that they were talking about something other than just, like, living everyday life. Does that make sense? They just came from a more wilder place. And I'm pretty sure, like, Kanye and Pac came from a wilder place, but it was just, like, I don't know. Their lyrics were just so straightforward. Mm-hmm. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. Their, lyrics were really, their lyrics were really straight. It was just really straightforward. Like, it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, Pac, like, like other rappers, like, like, like I said, like, Hov and stuff, they, you know, they would just talk about the streets. Like, I, I didn't come up from the, you know, they, they were talking about more than that, you know. Hov was talking about business and stuff like that and just a lot of things that I just knew. It took, it took years for me to understand, like, like as a kid like blueprint i didn't understand some of the stuff he was talking about in the blueprint huh i didn't either until i was like 26 27 until i was out of high school and that's the album people said he dumbed down like that that's the one that people be like bro like i dumbed down like he dumbed down that's when he started like not rapping fast and not rapping but i didn't get nothing as a kid i just really loved the beats and when i figured out kanye was mm. was like large part of the beats on the blueprint album i was like holy shit and then heard the college dropout i was just like man like i was uh yeah i've been called kanye all my life like i've been compared to kanye all my life like period the way i rap the way you know and I hated that shit for some time. Like I, I, I hated that. You know what I mean? Like, like people still do it. I mean, I don't. You don't. You don't. You don't ever want to be. Cause you know, I mean, that's my idol, and I kind of, you know, like a lot of people say your idols could like, like your idols could sometimes, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like they could disappoint you. And I didn't want to someday meet Kanye and somebody compare me to him. And you know how, how Kanye could be. Kanye just say any fucking thing. You know what I mean? I don't. I wouldn't want. <laughs> I wouldn't want him to like not like me. I guess. You know, that's somebody I really like. That's somebody I really look up to. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I got a lot from. So has he disappointed you? And how? Uh, I can say how for myself very clearly, but I'm asking you. It's because he's your idol. He's never been my idol. Uh, disappointed me? No. Annoyed me? Maybe. Like, you know, maybe like, okay, Kanye. Like, you just like, oh, yeah. no again. Yeah, like, like, yeah, the whole president <laughs> thing, the whole running for president is annoying. I ain't going to cap about that. Like, yeah. that could be it. But, but other than that, I mean, he's, he's an entertainer, man. You know, he's a, he entertains, and that's what he do. I really don't give a shit about none of that. I, I, I care for the music, you know. As long as he mm-hmm. is still making good music, I love the clothes. As long as he's still making good clothes, as long as he ain't hurting nobody, I'm fine. But yeah, the president, the running for president is a little like, all right. Like, Come on, man. Like, mm. it's just like, you just, I don't know. He's a grown man. He's gonna do what he wanted to. I, I'm just here for the music. Yeah. So you um you're more like 
you have to pretty like I know for me sometimes I have to work to separate the art from the artist from the human you know per performing the art does that make sense it's it's a it's a tough line to tell with Kanye I um I don't give that liberty to <laughs> but um I I get exactly where you're coming from mentally because I've have I have had to do that um so I saw on your Instagram story that you've been reading and you I think you said I think I saw Malcolm X's autobiography how's it going I just started it's really mm -hmm. good you know what I mean I, I didn't know um I didn't really know much about Malcolm X and um, I have a friend that's related to him. Like he's actually my manager. So uh, it made me, it made me want to get into it more. And uh, me and my mom, we went to Barnes and Nobles. We just started buying books, you know, uh, a lot of, a lot of business books, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of, a lot of Napoleon Hill, a lot of Robert, uh, um, a lot of uh, Robert Greene, you know what I mean? Robert, Robert Kawasaki stuff, but like, I did want to, I definitely wanted to pick up, you know, the autobiography. Uh, Charlemagne the God talks about that book a lot too. Really? So, yeah, he, yeah, he said that book helped him out a lot. And um, I started reading it, you know, I try to do a chapter a day type thing. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's really telling, you know, I learned a lot about his family and where he came from and like, man, how, like he was saying, like how his father treated him the best because he was light skinned. Like that's crazy. Like he will beat the shit out of his his other kids because he had a lot of rules. Mm -hmm. But he treated you know. And then his his father. I didn't know his father. His father was a, a, a preacher. You know what I mean. He owned his own church, but like he will always come to other people's church and do shit. He 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 did work for uh, Marcus Garvey. You know what I mean? Uh, he was really important. You know, I and I learned a lot. I'm learning a lot from it so far. But yeah, um, his father treated him great because he was light skinned. His mother didn't treat him as good because he wasn't dark skinned. Wow. Yeah, that shit's telling as fuck. She was light skinned. She was light as fuck. Her father was white. Hmm. So and really it just taught me a lot about how how this shit really is. What do you mean by this shit? Like how the world is, you know, how 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 fucked up slavery really was for us mentally as the people. Cause like man, like you know, your 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 father like your own people would love you for it will love you more for just a skin color, you know what I mean? And love you less because of the skin color. That shit is, you know, when you see it, it it's, it's really fucked up, you know? Yeah. And when you experience it also, it's like really fucked up because it just seems like skin tone is, it's, well, I know skin tone is so trivial. You know what I mean? Like it's so small and it changes back to back. Like you can be dark one day and light one another day. Like, depending on where you live, you get less sunlight, you can be light. But I'm, I'm not saying that people aren't born dark skin or light skin, but what I'm saying is that it's something that's so small when it comes to like 
who a person is and everybody deserves to be treated with love respect and kindness no matter what they look like it's crazy um so what do you think about what's going on in the um in america right now aside from the coronavirus um because i'm pretty sure you don't like that nobody does it's like disrupted our entire lives um i'm talking about like black lives matter what do you think about that uh, it's sad as fuck. It's kind of, uh, it makes you kind of like not regret being black, but more so like, man, I, I kind of was telling my, my girlfriend the other day, like, bruh, it's hard work being a black, you know, especially like a black male or even a black woman. We all go through this shit, you know, like, like they're trying to make us, you know, just, oh, this is normal. A, 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 a black woman getting beat the fuck down. On, on, on screen, it's normal. A black man getting beat down, like they're trying to make this shit like this is a normal thing, you know? And it's, it's, I don't know, I don't know. I try not to look, I try not to watch it because it just, I'm not used to this. I didn't grow up like that. I, I, I grew up really sheltered. I didn't see a lot of this stuff growing up in my neighborhood, in my uh, community, around. I didn't really see a lot of cops uh, my family, I have cops in my family, and you know they're good people. Like I never seen, I never seen them mistreat anybody because of the color of their skin or like, just period. If you did wrong, you went to jail. That's what I knew. Like I didn't know anything about, like yeah, you you know about racist people, but like you, I just didn't. I never saw it like I see it now. Ever since the whole Trayvon Martin thing happened, like now it's just like, ever since then it's just like, like just like fuck. Yeah. And like this year has been, I don't know what the fuck this year, this, uh, this is the strangest place we've ever been. Yeah, um, I, could, I could get into like what's going on this year, but that would take me like all the way into astrology and talk about how like the planet is in like its Saturn's return and this is all retribution for what happened when Columbus landed in America and every it's, it's crazy. I could go there, but I'm not gonna go there. Um, but no, I completely a- agree with you. I think um, I think right now, like I've said it a few times to people, but I've never said it on my podcast. I think that we, like America, was forced to see it over and over again because of how social media works and the fact that everybody was sitting at home going in and out of work on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, everything. And the way social media works is that if people you know are liking it, it's gonna come into your feed and then keep going and going and going and going and they had to see what happened to George Floyd over and over and over again. And they got outraged. People are already, they ain't got no jobs. They're in the house. They can't be around people. And then like what happened, they had to see Amal Arbery get shot ridiculously for no reason. And then George Floyd happened and we just, um, the country was like, this is enough. It's clear something's going on here. Um, but but I, I agree with you. Like I am, um, I, I did not, I'm not gonna say I didn't experience anything because there was time doing I did, but it was more like, my parents were they were just like warning me this could happen if this is hap- if this happens this is what you do you know what i'm saying and i know people who are cops too who are black cops and they 
it was always like, okay, um, I never, you know, like when I was younger, I never had terrible interactions with police. But as I got older, things just started to happen. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's a crazy, crazy, crazy year. And I also found out today that they canceled um, the Texas State Fair, which was crazy to me. I want to I do want to get back to your album. So, um, what's next? Are you going to have another album after this? I, I have a lot coming up. I really, uh, I feel like this album is important, though. You know what I'm saying? I want to like. I don't really like. I'm gonna be consistent, but I'm not gonna be like just shoving in your face consistent. Like I want you to unpack and unravel this album. You know what I'm saying? Like take your time with it. Um. I have visuals coming. I have merch. I got prints. I have I have a lot of stuff that's coming. Uh, the album is really lucrative too. I've I've been you know uh, this is I, I'm I'm gonna keep it a buck. I've never seen money before off of my music ever. You know, I swear to God. You know, I, I've never uh, to wake up and to go to sleep and wake up again to money. Mm-hmm. It's a little different, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, it's, it's, it's really different. I've never experienced it. You know what I mean? And, and that's what, like, that's what, that's why I, I learned from like Westside Gun and like uh, artists like uh, Rock Marciano. Like, man, you know, you can bring people to you. Like, you don't have to like, like. My whole idea was like, you know, I was, I was trying to get a website, but at the time, I didn't have the bread, so. I went to um, Bandcamp and stuff, and they let you get all your, you know, your proceeds and all that shit. But like, you know, bring the people to you. Like with with all the platforms, if if you're not that guy, you're not finna see money. You know what I'm saying? And you're not finna, you're not finna see money at all. Like I've I've been putting music up on Apple Music for like since 2016. You know what I'm saying? And and I probably seen. I probably seen like 80 bucks, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna like a lot of people don't know about streams, you know what I'm saying? And, and like the fact that yo, you really, you know, if you're not getting a lot of streams or if you're getting a lot of streams, you're still not making money. Like you're that. not making it's, a lot of money. You're not making a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? And my album is almost at a thousand plays, by the way. And, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, it, 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 what? Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm happy for me too. I appreciate. It. I'm happy to be on here. Real talk, but it means a lot. But nah, man. Like, like this is the first time. Yeah, I've been making music for a long time, and this is the first time. You know, I really invested in myself, and now like I made my full investment back. You know what I mean? For real, like mm-hmm. I made that back. You know, I'm finna get more equipment, more shit, more things off of my album. You know, and uh, I'll be able to do merch. I'll be able to do videos. Like I got, I have stuff. I got stuff in play. But yeah, I I I told you I made like six albums before I dropped this one. So I'm a, uh, I want to do like I'm gonna spread them out like two a year. Okay. You know, I'm gonna spread them out because they're this it's they're all about my life. You know what I mean? Like it's all it's all about my life. You know, the second one is about my brother. Mm-hmm. So. My brother that passed away, you know what I mean. So uh, that that one's gonna be coming out like around the fourth quarter. 
you said that you really invested like a lot into it, not just finance. And I, I think you did more than a financial investment because you were in, as the album says, you were in Atlanta, right? You were in Atlanta and then you had to come back to Texas. So like, do you think like that decision was an investment? Yeah, it was a great investment. Uh, it was a, uh, I had, I, I was working on an album that didn't even sound like this. I got a friend named King Mars. Uh, he changed his name recently, but uh, at the time, his name King Mars. Uh, we, were, we were making a whole different album. That, that It was just, you know, I felt like, and it was good. I was just in a bag. Like I was in a bag that just wasn't focused, you know what I mean? I was I was trying to make music that was good, but just wasn't fully me, you know what I'm saying? And uh, man, as soon as I left Atlanta and moved here, I got so focused on what I wanted to make, you know, and what I wanted to do. And um, it's easy to go back and it's easy to go back and forth to Atlanta, you know what I mean? Like it's not. You know, especially now, flights are cheap. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I, I invested in having my uh, listening party in Atlanta. I just recently had a listening party before it dropped. And that and that did well. You know what I'm saying? That did good. You know, my first listening party ever. You know, people, people showed up that I didn't know. You know, I, I, I met for the first time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was pretty cool. Uh, you definitely got to invest in yourself, man, if you want things to happen, you know. So what um, what changed about your focus when you came back? I wasn't, I know too many people in Atlanta. I know too many people. Uh, I don't know a lot of people here. I know you and probably two other people. So <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just, just a focus. And then I was able to see money. I wasn't making money in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So, man, I was telling my homie this. Me and my homie was just talking about this this morning. Like, Atlanta is not the place to move if you don't have a plan. Yeah. Atlanta is so fucking hard. Like, they say New York is hard. Maybe. Uh, Atlanta will chew you up and spit you the fuck out. Like, <laughs> dog, Atlanta... I'm talking, about, and I had family. Like I was living with my aunt. Like I was living with my auntie, and it was hard, like hard. Like I never had a job, and if I had one, you know what I mean. It wasn't a, a well-paying job. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't. Like every time I live in Texas, I'm always able to see money. You know what I mean? Whether whether I respect the money or not, I'm able to see it. Yeah, I'm never able to see money in, in Atlanta. So yeah. I had, you know, it was just, you know, growing up and making a decision. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, what you're going to do. And and when I moved here, you know what I'm saying? I was able to get bread. You know, I was able to, like, quit. It was kind of like, you're, yo, you're supposed to do this. You know what I'm saying? I was able to get bread. You know, I got like a, a I got into a really good relationship. I uh, and I got a place to record like within months. You know what I'm saying? Like I started recording within months. Like it was scary how quick things were picking up. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, I wasn't even paying attention to it until February. I was like, yo, like we literally had like nine songs, like, like stacked up, like, yo. And then I was, I was, I was telling my girl, like, man, I'm never moving back to it. Wow. I'm not moving back to Atlanta until, until it just makes sense. Yeah. Because I know you said that you really like the music scene in Atlanta. I do remember that. Um, but I also think that the music scene in Atlanta is not like you can still access it from wherever you are. You know what I mean? Like it's 2020. Like you mm-hmm. don't have to be in the same place geographically like you had to be in like 1998 or something. You know what I mean? So um, I think that uh, those connections are there for a reason. And if you need to go back, those connections will still be there, and they'll, they just may be stronger. I don't, tell me if I'm wrong. They probably were no, 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 no. You're there. right. You're you know? right. You're right. You're absolutely right. And I, I had to learn that the hard way. Like, like it, it's been like that. You know, I could. I felt like, man, if I would have, if I would have bossed up, and if I would have did this a long time ago i would have been in a much better place i probably would have my own place by now you know what i'm saying it's just i guess like um growing up i didn't really have the freedom that i had in atlanta Mm. either Mm. like once i moved out there without my mom it was a certain freedom i had too like i was i was i was partying left and right I was fucking whoever I wanted to fuck. I was, I was every man. I was, I was everywhere. I would just, uh, but you know, it was a lot of, it was a lot that came with that too. You know what I'm saying? Like getting kicked out of cribs, staying with girls I didn't want to stay with, just staying with people I didn't want to stay with, getting kicked out, losing friends, losing jobs. Excuse me. Uh not fully washing my clothes, uh, just all over the place and not knowing, like, always asking my mom for money. Like, it was, it was, it was bad. Like, it was so bad, like, living in Atlanta. Like, my homie was telling me, my, my friend Jared, he was like, yo, you should, you should, you should make a movie about your, like, not, not a movie, but like a show. Like, you should make a show about your whole experience in Atlanta like and i'm thinking about and that. i think i think that's good because a lot of people don't see the grit in the the negative side of atlanta like they see the mona sky young side like i know it's not all boutiques and rappers you know what i'm saying like i know i know it's so it, like i know there's more to atlanta than that and pers- personally you know i I'm, I'm not inter- i've never been interested in going to atlanta can you still hear me um, so when you made the decision to come back to Texas from Atlanta, what did you feel you were giving up? I was just, it wasn't even giving up. It was just, man, let me tell you, I had lost, um, I got a job and lost it within the same week due to a drug test. Wow. Uh, they drug test me. Yeah, it was depressing. And, and I didn't know how to tell my aunt. Cause like that was like the fourth job I lost within mm-hmm. three months. I had just threw in the towel, bruh. Like at, at that point, I was just like, man, fuck this. I'm about to just go home. Like I'm about to just, I'm about to just stay with my mom. And like I started being interested in planning more. I never planned anything. I just always did it. 
like I never planned. I never wrote down my ideas or I never really uh, uh, made a vision board or uh, I never I never wrote down shit. I just did it. You know what I'm saying? Like I talk about it and I do it and not really weigh out the pros and cons. And I kind of got tired of that. I just wanted to get a, I, I wanted to get away from people I knew for like a couple months and just really like, you know, because at that time I was 24, about to turn 25, and they always say like when you t when, when you 25 is that age when you kind of like, you know, you start realizing stuff, like you get sense. Uh, I mean, technically, 25 is the when your brain is finished developing that's what it is so like like your reasoning and all that stuff it's all it's all done at 25. for me um i was good at 25 like my reasoning and everything but then like i don't know 28 29 hit and i was like uh i'm about to hit my saturn's return which is 30 years um i'm ready to shake some shit up you know what i'm saying so um I get it. I understand exactly what you mean. But if I had to, if I had, had to put a figure on it though, 25, 26 were like the best years of my 20s. Cuz like my wisdom was there. I had a good job. I liked where I lived. Had good friends. I was I was having a good time. <laughs> but like I was like I I don't know my optimism was really good, but I don't know something something happened at 28. Um to where like I just literally took the took the bottle of my life and just shook it up <laughs> and yeah it's, it's something but yeah you're right about 25 you are yeah that's how I feel at 25 like I just started uh I just got a little bit better like I'm yeah. I'm, I'm legit so you know uh just the just the small changes you know I've made you know what I mean and I actually committed to something, you know what I'm saying? And um, I actually- You didn't just commit to one thing, you committed to a few things, Malik, you gotta think about that. Yeah. To your relationship, you committed to a plan, you committed to your um, to your art and your craft, and you also committed to, um, I'm not gonna say financial planning, but just like, you know, adult shit. Does that make sense? Yeah. So. <sighs> adulting and the thing is yo it's so many things you want but it's like yo like you have to come up with so many ways to get it and now i'm on my third stream of income i'm just trying to like get to five like it's so i'm trying to do everything legally too like it's it's it's, it's difficult man it's, it's it's so like like trying to not do things on illegal and because i don't know that life you know what i'm saying like that's not a life i i, I my friends are really at that I'm not really I don't I don't know how to do stuff like that it's just like trying to you know what what are you willing to do for money you know what I mean like what are you willing to do what decisions what risk are you ready to, like what are you willing to sacrifice it's just like it's a lot like a, adulting is a bitch man like it's it's you know you can live with your parents and it can still be hard like this shit is bad this shit is fucking <laughs> it's, it's it's ridiculous man like 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 being an adult all the responsibilities that come with it you know having a girlfriend having a you know wanting to uh always have money too you know 
like like the importance of money you know it's an art to having money mm-hmm. it's, it's legit an art like it's 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 an art like to have it and keep it and to to spread it out and it's, it's fucking ridiculous i think that you'll get to the point where the art of having money will be easy and you won't have to necessarily think about it and like you said you'll wake up and it will be there you know what i mean so you'll get there you will you will too yes i hope so i'm, I'm working yeah. on it. i've been working on it that's one yeah, you're one of the like further like you're one of like the i want to say you you always know what's going on but like I've, I've known you for some time you you seem like you you do what you want you travel a lot you know you, you get away you uh you seem like you just you know to me it always seemed like you just you made decisions you wanted to make you know even by you doing the podcast i always was like supportive of that because like british shit's hard like this shit is not easy, bro. It's, it's hard as fuck to do. Like, I, I can imagine, like, you know, not not being at the place you want to be and still doing your, your the, the not even, like, a dream, just, like, your passion. Mm-hmm. That shit has to be hard as fuck. It's not easy. And especially, like, it's something I really care about. And I, I honestly, like, I love what I do. Um... I don't I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. I'm probably just gonna continue to get louder. So um that's 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 the plan. So we do have to close. Um and we can keep talking after this, but we do have to close and I just want to um ask you if there's something that you could tell people about Pastor Mamba Blunt, what would it be? Also, mm-hmm. any one track you think they should listen to. Oh, tell people one track I think they should listen to. Yeah, the uh, if, if they don't start from the beginning and the end, what's the first track they should listen to? Just um, P-Y- PYMTB, like the subtitle one. Okay. That's my favorite. That's my favorite one. Um, that's the one that started everything. Uh, you know, um, Passion on the Blunt at first was just a song. It was really a song. And then it just turned into an album. And uh, if I were to tell anybody, like, would you ask me to tell anybody something about the album? Yeah, just say, like, one phrase about the album. You know, because before this album, I wasn't really, you know, I was kind of closed off about my personal life. You know what I mean? I never would have told my mom that, uh, you know, The Cycle is a really deep song. Um my dad was 25 mm-hmm. when he when when I was born and my mom was 29 I'm 25 and my girlfriend is 29 mm-hmm. and yeah the fact that I told my mom that you know what I'm saying and this shit happened at the same time at that moment were you going to tell her about the baby no mm-hmm. I wasn't does she know but, I talked to I talked to her about it. I told her about it. Uh, we talked about it. You know what I mean. And uh, yeah, she knows. It it was a scary thing to tell her though. In fear of being kicked out of my home, you know. <laughs> In fear of her, you know, not 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 liking my girlfriend. 
in fear of her, uh, in fear of her not liking my girl, you know, in fear of her judging my girl, in fear of just getting kicked out, you know what I'm saying? Like my mom, my mom's not having that, bringing kids into the house and noise. And my mom works, man. My mom is still working. My mom's the only sister, I believe, that's not retired. Mm. And that's the big, that's what I do this shit for. Like, that's that's the number one goal is to retire my mom, bro. Like, nothing else. Like, that's the number. I don't give a fuck. Like, I, you know, I want riches and everything. But if you, you're rich as fuck and your mom's still working, like, what are you doing? Like, what, what, what the fuck are you doing? What is your, what are you, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Like, you driving nice and you, your mom mom is still working that's fucking sad like the only reason she should be working is because she wants to if she you're... wants to like like bruh like that's the number one goal and i could tell that's your goal too you know what i'm saying like just mom although she has her own retirement plan i just want to help her get there fast <laughs> um. Yeah, my mom, uh, my family, I come from a family full of workers, man. Mm-hmm. They, um, they're all retired, pretty much. I come from, they'll work. My motherfuckers work. <laughs> they're, um, not nah, for real, man. They, uh, they're, you know, it, it wasn't, it, it's a lot of talent in my family. I'm not the only rapper, yo, but I'm the, I'm just the only one who had the boss to do it. You know, I'm the only one who really, like, stuck with it you know what i'm saying i got a cousin that rap like lauren hill wow just like her wow like, like it, it's scary talent in my family and she got two sisters that sing you know what i mean like i i like i got cousins that rap i got cousins that's harder than me it was just i was the only one who gave a fuck like like for real like who really cared about this shit and like you know that wanted to take it another that just wanted to do something with it you know but yeah she rapped just like lauren hill well maybe on the next album she can do just just one bar for you she uh my mom told me she heard the album and she really liked it well get her get uh, her to say to do something yeah i want i want her to do something uh i want i want i don't know I want I I want to talk to them about stuff, you know. I'd be wanting to involve people in the things, but I don't like if people don't be serious. That should be pissing me off. Yeah. You know what I mean? That should really like I I I turn up on you. You know, if you if just like imagine you want me to be a part of your podcast and I'm on here playing. You know what I'm saying? This is something that you you work hard for. You know what I'm saying? And I'm surprised how many episodes I have not put out for that particular reason. Nah. I, <laughs> wanted i really wanted to be on here like i'm i'm so like i i love i listen to your shit like i love the cover for it <laughs> yeah I, I don't listen all the time but i see oh, it well the thing is is that if you tell me you listen i had a feeling you did because i get enough plays in the towns that you've lived in so i know so <laughs> yeah, I, yeah i listen uh i i i heard the episode about you being in in um explaining why you're in london you know what i'm saying explaining why you out here because i wondered where the fuck you was at too i'm like hold on now COVID. you've been on a lot of planes <laughs> you know um i was a little worried I, I, 
for real, I was gonna hit you up. Like, and, and you dropped the episode before I was gonna hit you up. Mm-hmm. So like, when you when you had the title of why you were there, I checked. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Let me see what you're talking about. But yeah, yeah, you've been on a lot of planes. I ain't been on that many planes. You've been on a lot of planes, bro. Whatever. I mean, it's a. This is technically a light travel year compared to what I like to do, but. Um, but no, um, you know, I drove from Texas to D.C. Okay, okay. That's why I was in, like, Tennessee. I was, then I was in D.C. and Maryland, because I drove all the way there, and then I flew across. So, yeah, I'm here. I and That's the, good. That's dope. The crazy part is that, um, so, you know, there's, like, a ban on United States citizens, right? Say that one more time. There's a ban. So, like, I can't go to Italy. I can't go to France. I can't go to Spain. I can't go to Morocco. I can't go to Asia. I can't go to India. I can't even go to Russia <laughs> because of freaking coronavirus. So, like, if I go to, like, another country, they may just send me back. So, like, I can only go to, like, Ireland and Scotland and, like, the UK countries. But other than I am still just so happy to be here. It's been pretty good. It's nah, that's dope. It's good. And you're with family, too. It's not like you're just out there, you know, you're with your mom. And, you you know, it's that's it's the best thing. It's the best people to be around now, man. We don't know when this shit's going to end, man. This shit looks nasty, man. It's very nasty. This shit looks sick, man. And, like, me and my dad, we fell out because of... He feel like I'm not taking this shit seriously. But I haven't been... I haven't been, um, what's the word that they were using? I haven't quarantined. I've been working the whole time. Because you're an essential worker. I've been working. I picked up a second job. I have two jobs now. Like, I haven't been working. I've been around people the whole time. And then, like, at first. Are you, like, wearing masks and social distancing? But at first, they didn't let, they, they, they used to not. Like I remember, I remember I was the only nigga wearing a mask in the store. Mm-hmm. I remember that I was the only motherfucker wearing a mask in the store, mm-hmm. and they used to ask like, "Yo," they were asking all of us like, "Yo, what do you think we should do? Like, what 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 do you suggest?" I feel like everybody should wear a fucking mask. Mm-hmm. No, masks aren't important, Malik. Masks don't keep anything. Now, if you wear, if you don't have your mask covering your nose, they may fire you from your job. You know what I'm saying? They may, they may fucking fire you. But when I was trying to wear a mask, it wasn't fucking important. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, and then doing this whole thing, you realize how nasty white people really are. (laughs) White people are really nasty, man. Just being real white. White people are very disgusting. Man. No disrespect to the ones no, I fuck with. You're right. But you're right. Man, white people are sick. So they call. They do they what? Sneeze. They don't wash their hands. They wash their hands. They cough. They sneeze. They touch the buggy right afterwards. Oh God, that's like I had to tell my little cousin. She was like, um, I was like, what did I tell her? I was like, white people are why we're in this shit anyways. And she was like, but we're getting sick the most. And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, let me tell you something. The first flu ever in the, in this entire planet was because white people were not washing their fucking asses three hundred years ago. Now look at us, look at us. 
Don't blame it on the Asians. Don't blame it on black people. It's white people. They started, they started the flu because they weren't clean. We had to show them how to, you know what, I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm just saying, bro. And no disrespect to the ones that I like. No disrespect to the ones that I like, but I'm, I mean, this, this whole thing has taught me a lot about, you know, their their culture, man. Cultural you know differences I mean? are there. It's definitely uh, mm-hmm. they're really strange people, mm-hmm. you know. And living in Texas is this is the place where I've I've never seen racism like I've seen here. Me either. Like it's. I never forget when I was driving down seventy five and this white couple they pulled out a rifle on me. Cause I didn't want to let them pass. They drove up to the top, pulled out a freaking rifle. I called the cops. They pretty much they. What do you call? What did you say? They um. They asked me what car it was and where I was going, and then they like okay. Didn't say anything. Didn't get my name and hung the phone up. I'm sorry you went through that, man. That's that's. that's It was traumatizing, but I was just like. Fucking Texas. <laughs> yeah, but yes, yeah, the it's the and it's the older white women. Like it's not the males. The males are cool. The the thing I don't like, they do that, they, they put their hand on your shoulder shit. Like I don't I don't like that shit. Buddy. But like yeah, that, that buddy shit, that shit. That that's fucking shit. That buddy shit. I fucking hate that buddy shit. And this shit here, like you're the fucking Petting like you like Yorkie or some shit. Like like I don't like that shit. But like it's the, the older white women are the boldest. That's the boldest people you'll ever meet. They they'll call you to help. They'll call you a nigga to your face and mean it. I never forget. So this is like when we were like in lockdown. I had to go to the grocery store. And I was like getting a cart because they had sanitized the cart. So I got the cart. Mind you, I'm in shorts and a tank top. I get the cart and I push it out. And she, she the lady, she grabs it. She goes, oh, thank you. And I was like, this isn't, I was like, this is my cart. She goes, yeah. oh, I just, I just thought you were giving it to her. I was like, no. And she yeah. goes, my bad. And I was like, yeah, you're bad. That's the type away. of shit. That's the type of shit I that like that's the type of racist shit I get. Assume like that, that they feel like you're the help. fucking not- help. They feel like you're the fucking help, bruh. That's the type of bruh. I remember my home, my 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 little cousin. She had like this. Uh, what do you call this shit, man? It was like a a, a debutante or some shit. It mm-hmm. uh, you know. You have to dress up and shit. And I, I, we're at this fancy hotel, and it's like it's several things going on. It's the debutante, and then I guess it's some other event. So I got on the suit. Older white bitch come up to me. Um, I need some help with my pillow being fluffed up, and I'm already pissed off because I don't want to be here. You know, I'm the oldest in the room. These are younger high school kids you know and this bitch comes up to me talking about i want my pillow fluffed and i'm like sweetheart i don't work here and she's like oh i thought you were the help you know what i mean and it's like that shit right there like i i, I just wanted to like you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. just choke the shit like like that type of shit you know what i mean that's what i'm saying it's, it's 
you're the help to them. It's the subtle shit, the implicit yeah. stuff that you like. Because if you ask them, they're like, no, because he had on this, I thought it was a uniform. You know, stuff like that. That like, Yeah, just ask, do you work here? Like, do you, you know what I mean? Or, or mm-hmm. just don't assume, I don't know. It's the racist place I've ever been to. I'm just not, I'll, I've never experienced racism in Atlanta, ever. Surprisingly. But I, I just, I never, I never been profiled. I never, I never been uh, wrongfully accused for anything in Atlanta. I never been, uh, I've been pulled over, but it wasn't for no racist shit. Mm-hmm. It was for, you know, Legitimate. just probably, you know, yeah, yeah, just some, just some shit. But here, boy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, this is the most place where I've seen, uh, Interracial couples too. Really? Yeah, I've never seen that in Atlanta. Me and my mom were really culture shocked by that. Like I remember, it would just be like, "Yo," because it's I I just we didn't really see it like that. You you saw one kid in high school that had a black father, a white mom, mm-hmm. a white father, black mom. Like that's it. You probably knew one or two. You didn't really see it like this. Like, it's a lot of the motherfuckers out What's here. What's the combination you usually see? Black parents. Like, you, you, black parents. Black mom, black dad. Light-skinned mom, light-skinned dad. Light-skinned mom, dark-skinned dad. Um, dark-skinned mom. The interracial combination that you usually see. Oh, here? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have, like, the fat white guy. And like the 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 Naomi Campbell looking girl, or and then you have like the Brad Pitt fucking guy, and then you have like a nice white, you have a nice black girl, or you have like like the 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 um the sugar daddy looking guy. It's always a bad. It's always a bad woman. Like it's always a bad black woman mm-hmm. in the equation. But like it doesn't matter if. The, it don't matter what the white guy looks like. He's white. That's what it looks like to me here. I what see it all the time. A lot of in Texas is black men dating non-black women, and it's crazy because um, I remember we like me and my friend Ari would go out with our friend Gio. He, he's um his he's Chicano, and um, we would you know we like we were having the conversation, and we were like telling like you know black men really think that black women are like upset if they date outside the race and so he was like he was like yeah that's true because with his homeboys that's what he hears and so we were like okay geo because we you see a lot of couples on the hiking trail he was like we told him next time you see like an interracial couple you'll see the black man look at me and Ari to see if we're upset and we told him that and for I want to say for like a full two summers we would go hiking every saturday and he would be like y'all are so right why do they think y'all care and i i don't know i've seen that i saw that so many times in dallas and it was just like okay we don't really we don't really care that's just how they do it here it is what it is so i don't know it's wild to me i know you think you know i i don't know I, i i like kanye and kim I like I like Travis Scott and Kylie. I fuck with them. But that's about it. You mm-hmm. know, everything yeah. else. You lost me there. 
lost you lost me there because I get it. I just like I. I Kanye Kanye predicted his future in a lot of his music. He did predict his future in a lot of his music, but Travis, I think personally, I think Kylie just wanted a baby. (laughs) I wouldn't know. I just thought they looked really nice. I think I would think last I heard they broke up. Yeah, they did. I they they got back together though. Oh, okay. Well, I think she just wanted a baby. Personally. Yeah. Which is okay. If you just want a baby, sis, just have a baby. Just have a baby, I, yeah. I've told dudes I've dated before, like, yo, I don't want to be with you anymore, but if you want to have a child, I'm okay with that. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hell no, nah, I just ah oh, no, nah. I would man, I would be, I'm so scared of child support, man. Well, see, I see that's the thing. Like I, these are people like I know I wouldn't have to put on child support. I'm like, yo, we're going to co-parent. I don't want to be in a relationship with you, but I think you have you have A plus quality or B quality sperm. So let's just have a kid, and that's. <laughs> we need more. We need more women like you, man. Uh, <laughs> My dad had to pay child support. Yeah, you know? and honestly, I, I think I, I think the the system, the child support system, it does not, it does not support single fathers. You know what I'm saying? It does not. Like I know someone back in Texas, like he would be better for his child to be with, but because the system is geared towards women, he's it's harder for him to get custody. It doesn't matter if he has a better income, an actual house can support her more mentally and healthy, you know, stable in all those those ways. It's just due to Taurus under believing that the mother is better and sometimes you just have to pick the better parent. You know what I mean? So, why are you shaking your head like this? Why are you doing this? I can do it, man. I just, I hear you. I hear you. I just, nah, I, be real with you, man. I really want a family. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I, 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 I wanna. I'm not really. I don't. I don't really have a like. I won't say like um. I have like a, a religious belief or anything like that. Like I don't. I don't give myself a title. But because my my family, like my mom and dad, wasn't together, and they both were married, but both of their marriages lasted two seconds. I wanna have an actual family, like. Like a family, mm-hmm. husband, wife. You know, we we have our differences. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. want. I, I don't want to be a baby father. I just don't like. That's so. Yeah. No, I think it's good. You should want to be a baby father. I don't know. I want to be a baby father. I, I said that on the on on the album. Like, uh, uh, I made up my mind. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I wrote this for my daughter. But if I um, but if a nigga do it wrong, it's probably karma. I've been sending since a toddler. Like I, I, I fucked up women's hearts. You know what I'm saying? I've done I've done wrong by women. But uh, I want to be the best father, not a baby father. Like that's a line in the song. Like I I, I want to be the best. I want you know my 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 dad has a daughter that hates him. Mm-hmm. I would I don't I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do, yo. Like, I, if my daughter hated me, man, I failed tremendously. 
I failed at life. I failed at everything. Wow. Nothing matters. Wow. And that's just how I look at it. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I would never have a seed and then just have it, you know, not like me, you know, cause you get older, man. You, you want, you know, you want your children to be there for your golden years. When you get old and you can't fuck anymore and, and nobody's around, you can't do anything. You want your children, you know, nursing homes are just as big as prisons. I've been there. I've been in a lot of nursing homes. They're thick, full of people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I, you know, that's how I look at it. But I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Like being, being in, you know, being with somebody, and you are kind of not to say you old, but you you older than me. So you are at that point where, I mean, you know what I'm just saying you are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm the same age as your girlfriend. Shut up. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Now I remember me and my best friend. We used to be like, "Yo, we're not having, we're not making, we're not making kids until we're like 42." And now he has two kids. Now he has two fucking children, daughters. Mm. Oh, he did some shit. And I, yeah, I want, I want all daughters. You want all daughters? Okay, you probably will. Yeah, I've, I've been a slut. You know, I think God is gonna they put say what happens to men who are who don't do women right. They have a lot of daughters. Yeah. I've fucked up some women, man. But I, I do, uh, that's a recent one. I do want daughters. I I feel like you learn women more that way too. Mm. You learn more about you know you you have a daughter to raise, bro. You have to you gotta learn her. You gotta really you know. And I just look at my little sister too. Like she's a couple years younger than me. She'll be twenty one this year. You know. Uh, I look at her and how she is. I want daughters. I would want a son too though. He gonna be a little minute. I think that also, like, you'll notice when you have daughters, like, I think, personally, I think that when you have daughters, like, you learn more about God and how mm-hmm. complex creation is. Um, mm. I think that's a special gift that comes with having daughters. Not saying, not to say that boys or men are not special, but, um, you know, women give birth to the human race, so, yeah. Yeah, women are responsible for this shit. And, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I want to appreciate women more. I, I think, do. I think that, I think that you are, you're starting there. In, yeah. If you, like, your whatever your path, having in your path to get here, that's, that's great. That's truly great. I just, I do, yeah. want, I do want a family. I just know that, like, the way life is working, I might just like get the child before the family. And if I have a non-traditional family, that's okay. So uh, a pregnancy air and I would love it. I would wanna see it. I would pay to see it. I would um love to fantastic um, pregnant woman. Are you kidding me? Huh? I said I'll be a fantastic pregnant woman. I would love to see it. Why are you saying like I would- that? 
I don't know. I would. Yo, you're pretty crazy. You don't think so? I I I know you. I've been I around you. I've talked to you. Huh? I'm not crazy like that. All right. Okay. okay. No. Okay. Go on. Go on. Continue to say. Continue to say what you were saying. Go on. <laughs> say no. Go on. I just look. Yeah. As you drink your wine, I would love to see it. I just. I don't know. It'd be cool. I would love to be around for it. I would. That would be dope. A mom. Be a great pregnant woman. I believe you. I don't think you would be. You know how many child exercises I do a week to make sure I'm ready? Say what? I said, do you know how many childbirth exercises I do a week to make sure I'm ready? Childbirth exercises. It's yoga. You do certain yoga poses. Yo, I remember when you told me about the whole yoga thing that happened with the whole, um, you have to sue the bitch and the bitch fucked you over and all that, man. Oh, man. So I still haven't got my money back. Uh, and I did get certified through someone else. But it's crazy because, like, when I posted my certification, everybody who got screwed over by her started messaging me about how they've been, like, mistreated and everything. And before the before the virus hit, I was actually working with NBC in Dallas. We were gonna do like a sting down. Did I tell you about the um, the news was gonna show up at one of her events? And just I was working with an investigative journalist, and like we were like getting ready, and then the Rona happened. Shit went. Out. Oh, y'all finna, y'all finna, y'all finna go. Y'all had plans. <laughs> yeah. Y'all just gonna fuck some, yeah, that sounds good. Damn, man, $2,000, $2,000, and then the, the price for, like, me teaching classes that she was contracted to teach at. So, yeah, it's, it's just... It'll be your own people. It'll be like, your own that people. Like, that's just crazy, yo. Like, that is not... I, I've told people this. Like, I told my girl this. I've told my ex this. I've told my friends this, like, Yo, like, I couldn't believe that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I was, man, I was befuddled. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I was befuddled. I'm, I'm still befuddled by it. But um, as far as suing her, I think I will probably do that. Um, but right now, like, my my mindset is just like. I'm trying to get past my healing process of everything that happened last year. You know what I mean? And I have to remember the words of the great Beyonce when she says, you know, she says, always stay gracious, best revenge is your paper. So I, you know, like, I'm just going to allow that to be my guiding light because, um, a lot, a lot. I don't know what's going on with her. I just, I couldn't believe the people who have reached out to me telling me what happened to them. So I know, now I know that like, I'm not alone. And it's not just two people screaming into the void. There's a lot of people who were hurt by what happened. So, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. But continue to share with everybody exactly who it was. It was yoga in the hood. I will say it on the air. I don't give a fuck anymore. Fuck her. Um, 
Tell people what happened. If you hear somebody going to one of her events, tell them don't go because it is a complete scam. Damn. Still a scam. Fuck. Niggas, man. Yeah, I'm sorry you went through that. That shit is a man. Scams, bro. It's a, uh, uh, you know, people, uh, it's sad that people would do anything for money, man. And, uh, you know, little money too, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, That's not a lot, but I mean, if you do it to like 18 people, it's a lot. But, it's a know. lot, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. For co- of course, yeah. And, and yeah, man, you know, karma, you know, she'll get what comes to her. You know, that's, that's a, I don't know. I that doesn't know. mean I'm not going to sue, though. Of course. Yeah, get your money, man. <laughs> get your bag, man. I ain't against nobody getting their money back. I'm not against revenge. Let me tell you that. Uh, Wait, when was your birthday? January the 19th, 1995. Are you a Sag? I'm definitely a Capricorn. Oh, shoot, I'm sorry. I'm a Capricorn Virgo Virgo. Wait, you're a Capricorn Virgo? Capricorn Virgo Virgo. Wait, you're a Capricorn, you're a Virgo rising, and your moon is in Virgo? That's, you know I'm a Virgo. And guess what? My other signs are Capricorn. Oh, wow. See, we're here. here. I'm pretty pretty sure. I think my son is in, my son is in Virgo, but my, um, my rising is in Capricorn. I feel like my moon is also in Capricorn. That's crazy. Yeah, my girlfriend, uh, she told me about it. And uh, shout out to Taylor. Hi, Taylor. <laughs> yeah, you didn't say anything about your girlfriend this whole time. Yeah. Uh, we, you we, want we, to be nah, nah, it's not that. We're we going through some shit right now. I, I, yeah, I ain't going to cap. I, I did some nasty, some fucked up shit, but... Uh, that's my baby, man. We uh, we're working on this, man. It's just you know, it's a uh, it's just you know, long distance. You know, being long distance and just going through a lot. You know, I ain't gonna put all my business out there, but you know, that's the um, you know, the first girl that I um, I dated. Hold on, give me one second. This is actually her. Spoke her up. I spoke her up. instruments, man. You know what I'm talking about? Instruments to get man. You know what I'm talking about? man. You know, but it's cute. But um, hold on. I come back. Take me back. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you there? Are you there? You're right there. But nah, uh, what were I talking about? My girlfriend. What did I say? You said she's the first girl that you dated. Yeah, she's older than me, you know, and uh, she doesn't require a lot. You know, she's not really money driven. She's not a hard girl. I I just took her for granted, you know, and uh, uh, she was with me though the whole time while I my album release party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I kind of, you know, I, I fucked up really bad. But we're working on this. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, that's my baby, man. I want to, you know, it's, it's the first time I ever wanted to, like, really marry somebody. Aww. You know, the first girl that I ever got pregnant in, 
I wanted to get pregnant. It just wasn't in a place to have mm-hmm. a kid yet. Yeah. 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 wasn't wasn't in the place. And uh, um, man, you know when you fuck up with somebody, bruh, that you really love, man, it it just makes you not even want to ever like. You just don't never want to see anybody fucked up like that again. Like, I, I never want to treat a woman like that ever again. Like, ever. Like, I never want to see, like, a woman cry. Because I'm a great guy. I'm a beautiful guy. Just, I I don't think, man. Like, I, I, I don't think, man. I just, I don't really sit and think about, is this going to affect her in me in the long run? How is this person going to trust me again? You know, how is this person going to look me in my face again? Like, how is this person going to say she loved me again? You know what I'm saying? Like, things like that, like, I didn't think about. You know what I mean? I didn't, I I, I just, I fucked up really bad with her. But we're, we're working through our things. That's why I haven't spoke about her. But, um, well, I mean, if Jada and Will hasn't taught us anything in the past week, it's that, um, Relationships are not easy. They are not black and white, and they do have roller coasters. My and nigga, I that's some. I mean, I knew that in my, from my past relationship, but the shit takes fucking work. You know, they've been together for twenty five years, though. Yeah, I mean, they probably had to do some work in the beginning too. The sooner you can do the work for with yourself and with your partner, the better. I heard that he wanted Jada all along, but he married somebody else looking for Jada. Who? And he, I forget Uh-oh. her name. She was bad as fuck too, though. His first wife? Yeah, his first wife that he had his first son with. She was bad as shit. She worked at Different World. She was on Different World as well. Yeah. Um, but she forced him. He he's not a guy who. He don't believe in divorce. Mm. So, like, like she was trying to divorce him, and he was like, no, 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 no. And, yeah, she divorced him. And then him and Jada started. Yeah, man, that's a – um. how do you feel about that situation? Uh, the whole August Alcina thing? Like, what do you, um, what do you think? I think that – I don't think that they it makes them any less of a good example of what black love should look like because a lot of people are saying they're no longer considered black love or whatever. I think that it's an honest reflection of what shit that happens in relationships. That's how I feel about it. Um, I understand like everybody's viewpoint. Like there's okay, there's Will's side of the story, there's August side of the story, there's Jada's side of the story, there's a kid's side of the story, and also there's the side of the story from the fly that was sitting on the wall. I would love to be, you know what I'm saying, the fly that was sitting on the wall. I just think that August for his healing process, he probably had to get this shit off of his chest. Because so? clear it's clear that he was in love with that woman. You know what I'm saying? And the yeah. silence, the silence was probably eating at him. Yeah. You know? 
and I don't know what's in his album, but it's probably possible that there's no way you can listen to his album without knowing exactly what's going on. So people are going to be asking questions anyways. And you know, as creatives, it's it's almost impossible for you not to include your life into in your in what you create. You know what I'm saying? So do I think it probably hurt him to see Will and Jay sitting there laughing about it and she calling it an entanglement? Yeah. But um, I think that he had to get that off his chest for his healing process. And I think that Will and Jada went through some real marriage shit. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. I, I just see it all, all aspects of it. And I think everyone is valid. I, it taught me to never fall in love with a married woman. Mm. Yeah, you don't do that. Like if you if you had to you know I'm not judging them but if you if you had to act for somebody's blessing, mm-hmm. come on, bro. Like and also, he had to know that it was gonna be physical and end someday. Yeah, like, bro, it's Will Smith. He has like a whole family with him, and at the end of the day, like, it's Will Smith. Like you, you're not like it's Will Smith. Say it again. It's just Will Smith. You're just not. It's a little common sense. Like I'm just saying. Like I, I just wouldn't have. You know, me and my girl talked about that, and she just feels like, bro, he shouldn't have said a fucking thing. Like, like, bro, you don't go out and fucking make an album roll out and fucking talk about what happened and and because they didn't talk about it this was some shit that happened years ago mm-hmm. don't fucking go out fucking talk about what the fuck happened then you fuck it up for everybody else she's never gonna do this again do what again an entanglement <laughs> he fucked jada pickett smith raw do you understand how many people dreamed about that? Like that, I mean, I, I'm in a relationship, but still, it's Jada Pickett fucking Smith. Set it off. Jada Pickett when she had the finger waves, Jada Pickett. Like that Jada Pickett, the one we grew up with, the one that we fucking love. He had sex with her raw. I don't know. I don't think she's that cute. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't think she's that cute. I give her like a six. I'm not a little, like, like, it ain't too many small women I like, but that's one of them. You know me. I like women your size. You know, BBW, big titties. Nice ass, fat pussy. Not trying to be a woman, Niger, but just saying. That's my type. But Jada Pickett Smith. Nah. And she probably knows things that we don't know. She probably she probably knows things that we don't she probably taught August something. Man, do you know he said he said that he could die right now and it'll be good. 
do you know how good of sex he must have had to feel like after this it could be over? Good sex. That's the way it should be. I've had some great sex in my life, but not to the point I want a guy to take me, and that'll be it. Oh my god! I'm just saying, I, I've I've had I've had some amazing sex. I'm I'm talking about cracking toe sex, but like I'm talking about like making them faces sex, but so never to the point. So you haven't been there yet. That's what that's what you're telling me. You ain't been there. Not to the point I, I feel like God, you could take me right now. Fuck, fuck my mom. Fuck, fuck my dad. Fuck, fuck, retire my mom. Fuck every, fuck all the goals I made. You could take me right now. I know what love is. You'll, you'll get it one day. It'd be like that sometimes. Man. But nah, I do feel like he was taking advantage of a little bit because Brad, that nigga lost a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like he was really he vulnerable at that time. He's really vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, they used him. I'm not gonna cap. It's, it just is what it is. You know, it's it's two ways to look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're awesome. I'm glad you um um. I have to make a call. So I'm gonna end this. <laughs> Good. But I'm I'm glad that you uh wanted to do this with me, man. Uh, I, I really was looking forward to it. And let's not be strangers. Let's um do this not often, but often. Okay. Uh, I, I love this shit. This is this was a really good experience. You know, you're the first man that's gonna be on my podcast. So. Yeah. Hey, when does this air? Like when does when? okay that is the show um guys thank you so much for listening i really enjoyed talking to mr food lord um i think i may have slipped up and said his name but i'm gonna stick with food lord um check him out go to instagram type in food lord on instagram it is phonetic f-o-o-d-l-o-r-d no sorry i misspelled that it's f-o-o-d-l-o-r-d um check out his music it's available for purchase on Bandcamp. if not i guess he it's now on all the streaming platforms but around these parts we take care of our artists so check it out on Bandcamp. download the album um and let him know what you think if you want to reach out to me follow me on instagram it's at t for the queen for the video once again you can check it out on the patreon it is at patreon.com forward slash t for the queen i hope you guys have a great day and thank you guys so much for listening Left your child scarred, tripping on LSD, and all I see is fall. Account like Hercules, I feel like Lamar. Bury me in diamonds and rap Simmons the top. Got the car full of trees, green thrum in the box, nigga. Yeah.